1: Here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. And a lift the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Trapped, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through lifestyle. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Oh, over there, over there. Send the, word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music? Nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Uh, put it up to a 11. Market. exactly. You can email the show at BootsAndWhiskeyPodcast at gmail.com. That's BootsAndWhiskeyPodcast at gmail.com. It's to swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at BootsAndWhiskeyPodcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well, my advice to you. Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non drinkers. Y'all wanna drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking.
0: One of these days, these boots are going to walk all over you.
1: And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle.
2: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots & Whiskey Podcast. As always, I am Jim. I am your host. Today we have the very special Jess Kelly Adams. Jess has been a huge supporter of mine in this show pretty much from the word go. Um, it makes me actually really sad that this is the first time we have her on. Um, she absolutely killed with the Instagram takeover last Friday. So Jess, thank you so much for being a part of that. I hope you enjoyed it as much as everybody enjoyed watching it. Um... There's a lot we covered in this episode, and I hope you really enjoyed it. Today, or last week, I'm sorry, November 5th, The Table was released. Check that out. Absolutely love this girl. She is such a sweetheart, and I can't honestly thank her enough. This Ohio native is somebody you're going to want to keep an eye on because she's she's coming, I'm telling you. But before we get to that, American Grit and Grace, Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company, Rowdy Roads, Afterglow Boutique, Mitch Max, Boone's Bourbon, Killer Cowboy Radio. Thank you all so much for being a part of this ride with me. Um, Without further ado, the wonderful, sweet Jess Kelly Adams.
0: Hey, Jess. Hey, how's it going?
2: Good. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm happy uh, we were able to make tonight happen
2: me too it feels like i've been talking to you about this for literally months right <laughs> like it seems like it's like it you know we had a, we had this all planned out weeks ago and then something happened and then it it's just been you know but i'm great you're here i'm so happy you're here
0: yeah me too thanks for having me on i appreciate a- it
2: absolutely you know it's it's funny cuz i was thinking to myself right before um we started recording this that you know, you were one of the first people I talked to about coming onto the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh and that's that's How long that have just you had the so <clears throat> I started I started thinking about the podcast in June. And then I started recording episodes at the end of August, beginning of September. Yeah. Um, but it was like around that time I had reached out to you and started chatting about things and, you know, started to get the ball rolling and, you know, it just, it took a while, but I'm glad it, I'm glad it's happening.
0: Good. Well, you know, I feel like all good things take a little while.
2: You know, it's true. It's absolutely true. And, you know, it's all right because, you know, you're busy, I'm busy. So, you know, it's... Everything happens for a reason, right?
0: Right. How did you get into this?
2: Um, I. <laughs> so, I've. How do how do I explain this? So, over the last several years, I've really developed a love of country music, and a love that hadn't been there most of my life. And um, so, when I get passionate about something, I wanna you know, give all my effort to it.
0: And
2: I was, I started my first couple of episodes. If you go back and listen to them, they're literally just me talking to myself about something country music wise that I was listening to or loved or whatever. And I got really sick of it really fast. Mm. So I was like, I wonder if there's artists or people in the industry that would want to talk about themselves and come to find out there's a lot of people that want to talk about themselves.
0: Yeah. Gain that exposure and reach new people.
2: Yeah. So that's kind of how this all came to be. And I was like, you know, I'll give it a shot. And um, if it works, cool. If it doesn't, that's cool too. Like there's no harm, no foul. And um, you know, it's, it's, it's taken off a lot faster and a lot bigger than I ever expected it to.
0: Oh, good. I'm happy
2: to hear that. Yeah, thanks. So, but this isn't about me. This is about you tonight. (laughs) So, um, like I tell everybody, you know, this is about you. So you, I want you to take it. I want you to tell us about who you are, what you're doing, how you're doing. Um, You know, really give us a breakdown of your career so far. And I will interject as things come up and, you know, questions come up.
0: That sounds good.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's a real conversation. It's not, you know, we're, it's, this is the l- least formal interview you'll ever do probably in your entire
0: life. I love it. That's my kind of interview. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, I got started um, because of my grandpa. My grandpa, he grew up on country music. He's from the Appalachian Mountains in eastern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And um, the only source of entertainment they had in those hills was listening to the Grand Ole Opry, and his mom loved the Grand Ole Opry. She loved country music, and um so he grew a love for it as well. And I always joke around and say that Grandpa would tell me, Jess, I can't let you have control over this radio until I know hmm. that you know there's only one type of music out there, and that's country <laughs> music.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Yeah, so we would listened to a lot of the country singers that are from the Appalachian Mountains, like Loretta Lynn, Dolly Parton, Keith Whitley, Earl Thomas Conley. He's a little north, um, but Grandpa eventually moved up to Portsmouth, Ohio, where Earl Thomas Conley is from, and uh, went to school with him, and he was always like, I went to school with him. <laughs> <You> know, so <laughs> proud of that. And so that's I started awesome. singing and becoming a songwriter because I just, I, it was something for me and grandpa to dream about together and bond over and work towards something.
2: That's, that's absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, that to, <clears throat> to have that, that person that, you know, um, pushes you to that point where, you know, you share a, com- a common love and, you know, even you taking it that next step even further.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and my shows. We lost Grandpa um in August of 2020, unfortunately, but um you know, he he came to every show whether it was right there in their backyard or all the way, all the way out in California. They were there, him, Grandma, and my mom. They would uh, help me set up merch, my uh, stage, everything you can think of. And um so uh, it, it's a family-run show, for sure, and it still is to this day, and we know that Grandpa's still helping us out up in heaven and looking after us and guiding us along the way.
2: <laughs> that's that's incredible. That's so awesome. You know, you don't hear a lot of that where, you know, your <clears throat> your brand or, you know, however you want to, you know, call it, whatever you want to call it, um, is, you know, that kind of family-run operation. You know, I've only heard a few... Other artists so far that kind of do it that way, and it's it's interesting and it's fascinating to hear that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I moved to Nashville eight years ago, and uh, I graduated from Belmont University in twenty eighteen, and um, I've just been on the road a lot with my band, especially during the summertime, the summer fall uh, season with you know fairs and festivals. Yeah. Um, So that's been my main focus, that songwriting and putting out music. Um, I feel very blessed to say that CMT.com picked up my music video for Saving Grace.
2: I saw Um, that. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, that was really exciting. And then CMT Australia and then the Country Network, which is on Roku, iOS, uh, Apple TV, um, Android, all those different devices. So that was pretty cool. I got to tune in a couple of times <laughs> to see my uh, music video on TV.
2: So what's that like now that you bring it up? What is that like when you're sitting there, at, you know, wherever you're sitting, you know, whether it's on your phone or at home or whatever, right. there, there you are, right? There, there you are looking back at yourself, <laughs> you know, really.
0: Exactly. So I've always pictured... My name on the bottom left corner, you know where it says like Jess Kelly Adams, the songwriters and publishing, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I always wondered what that would be like to see my name on that bottom left corner. <laughs> and when I saw my name, I started crying. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this feeling is way better than I could ever imagine."
2: <laughs> that's that's incredible. I, you know, I I can only really imagine.
0: Yeah, like, you only. Worked- yeah. You dedicate your whole life, you know, your whole day, all your days to, uh, to put music out there and to, you know, reach as many people as possible and, and to see your name on the bottom left corner.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it, and it's, uh, so how do you, how do you know that that's going to happen? Do you get a call from, you know, CMT saying, Hey, we're going to, we're going to air your video at such and such a time or is it just you know is there a different kind of thing
0: yeah so um you can get a publicist or you can reach out yourself um reaching out yourself is always hard because um unless you have the relationship with that person yeah um that different oh what do you call it platform yeah um it's it's tough to get on but yeah you know i just I just reached out and said, Hey, you know, I had this music video and I was hoping that people would bite. And a few did. And my, what I would love to see is saving grace. The music video played on the TVs in Margaritaville. Have you ever been to Margaritaville with the music (laughs) video? Yeah. 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 So I'm like, how can I get it on that?
2: That that would be that, you know, to be amongst those that have their videos there would would be absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah, like 10 years ago, I was at Margaritaville and uh, I saw one of my friends, her music video started playing and I was like, oh, that is cool. So that's kind of been my goal. (laughs) It's like, okay, if I can get my music video on these TVs at Margaritaville, then I am doing something right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You've definitely made it at that point. Forget, forget CMT, forget everything else. You know, if you can play, (laughs) if you can be on TV in Margaritaville, you're good.
0: That would be so cool.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So what made you decide to, you know, uproot your life and go to Nashville?
0: My mom has always said to me, you're not living unless you have sweaty palms. Mm -hmm. So um, in grandpa, grandma, my whole family, they would just always tell me, they're just my biggest supporters. They would tell me that just, you can do anything. So, um, so I'm like, all right, I guess I'll give this a shot. Give this a shot. I'm terrified. But (laughs) But I did it. I came down here and, uh, it's, I've been down here for eight, nine years now. And, um, it's really cool to see, friends or even just peers classmates from you know where we started nine years ago and watching everybody's growth happen over the years it's uh it is really cool it's 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 really awesome
2: yeah oh absolutely you know because like i've you know i've um i've done my research and looked through your stuff to see what you've done and what you're doing and and all that sort of thing now how long did it take you from moving to nashville let's say day one to you know being you know a success
0: um well i don't know if i'm a success or not but (laughs) (laughs) hey
2: you're on cmt so that's that's pretty pretty pretty, cool i mean it's it's not margaritaville but you're
0: getting (laughs) (laughs) oh man um How long did it take? Well, uh, I feel three or four years ago, I started coming into my own and I kind of base. I don't know. I just kind of like to take a day at a time, you know, Mm -hmm. work as hard as I can and know that like I'm doing my part and uh, and have that faith that God will take care of the rest. Yeah. So I believe everybody has their own timing. Every journey is different. And. It's important to ask people their opinions and get their advice, but also know that their journey isn't going to be the same as yours. There's not just one way of doing something. Right. There's a whole whole bunch. I don't know if you heard that. Fancy had a had something to say too.
2: <laughs> My dog. <laughs> uh, I th- I actually thought it was just a motorcycle going by, but I guess I guess well, I guess the dog is just as good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> She, she heard dogs outside. She started growling.
2: <laughs> um, you know, I I think it's actually really, really, um, you know, kind of big of you to be as modest about, you know, your career as you are, you know, because, I mean, anybody that knows you and follows what you're doing, like, you're not, you're not, ugh, I don't want to say you're a nobody, because you're not, you know, but you definitely... Have done things a lot of other people, especially in your line of work, could couldn't even dream of at this point in their careers.
0: Yeah, I feel very blessed, and um, and I hope everybody gets to experience living out their dreams, whatever that may be for them, or their dreams or their purpose, whatever their heart desires.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah. so i want I want to talk about your career and your music um to to date. Um, you have, um, you know, saving Grace has kind of, you know, really been, you know, I, to, you know, not to put too much of a point on it, but like maybe your biggest release to date, right? Yes, yes. Um, how does that song come to be?
0: That song. So I wrote that song right before the pandemic hit and um, I originally wrote it about finding God and, um, and how I would always look all around me in every direction for approval and love and acceptance. And little did I know it was right there. It was right there inside of me the whole time. God was right there with me. And, um, and then when the pandemic hit that song, literally was the light for me. Mm -hmm. Um, It kept my head up. It kept my faith going that we will soon all be able to enjoy live music again and gather again. And um, so that song was my saving grace through that dark time. It it had a way bigger meaning than I ever imagined it could (laughs) for for me. And I've had a lot of people reach out to saying, what that song has meant to them and you know that's always an honor for me when people feel comfortable safe to open up and be vulnerable with um with how my songs have touched them or helped them through a hard time Um, and i think that's why we all music creators do what we do is because Either we've always been an outsider and we're looking we're looking for that community. And um and music brings that. Music brings a community together.
2: Yeah. Oh it's yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. You know, it, it's definitely different than really any other thing in, in the world.
0: Yeah. It's really um, special.
2: Yeah, it really is. It really is. So I know, you know, this year you put out "Beat the Odds." You know, your mm-hmm. eight-song EP or album, however we want to, however call we want to label it.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: you know, I've I've heard different things based on who who I'm talking to. Where if it's you know if it's six songs or more, it's an album. If it's you know eight songs or less, it's an e- you know it's it's like whatever. I, I whatever whatever you want to call it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
2: so between that release and then, you know, Saving Grace and then Off Day that came out a couple of weeks ago, like how much time okay. had passed in between all of these
0: things? Yeah, well, beat the odds. We just put it out. We didn't promote it or anything when it came out digitally. I've been selling hard copies of those CDs um, for three years now. And oh, then okay. I honestly just noticed this past year oh, I can't believe I don't have this out there digitally. So we just put it out there.
2: Yeah. Go ahead. I I was going to say, because I'm the worst when it comes to, you know, artists I like, where like, if their stuff, I just assume everybody has their stuff on Spotify, or Apple Music, or or wherever you get your music, right? Right, So I just assume that like, if it's not out there, if it's not on these platforms, it doesn't exist. (laughs) You know, and I think, I think a lot of people, a lot of other people feel the same way.
0: Exactly. well honestly, me too. You know? Right. So when I when I saw that my that beat the odds record wasn't out there, I was like, what? Jess, you need to get that out there. That's like two years old.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I can't even I, I was talking to somebody a couple of weeks ago and you know they had an album or an EP or something that was never released digitally, but you could buy it on their website. Yeah. And I had just stumbled across it cross it while talking to them and i was like oh you know how new is this and they're like oh well it's been out for a while and i'm like oh (laughs) Oh, i feel like a a jerk but you know it's not on spotify so how would i know
0: (laughs) well exactly you know so if anything we're the jerks for holding it back (laughs) 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 but no i'm trying to release a song every other month so grace was in july and then off day was uh september yep and um i'm about to release a new song called the table which i start promoting tomorrow nice (laughs) yeah and that song's about gathering around the table and um and um just knowing that there's always space for people to bring all of their worries all of their praises and um The whole song, really, when I first wrote it, it was about my family coming to the table. But then before I started going in the studio, I was like, you know what? I want my JKA family to know that they're also welcome um, around the kitchen table, so... I added a third verse. <laughs> so everybody will have to go and listen to that third verse and hear what I'm saying about them.
2: <laughs> awesome. So when does, you know, so by the time this comes out, it'll be a couple of, you know, a couple of weeks from now. So when does that coming out?
0: November 5th. November 5th. Okay. Yeah. November 5th. And then, um, then I'll have another one come out like mid to late January. Um, but I have physical copies right now of a new cd that i am waiting to put out there on spotify and all those platforms
2: so you have a whole nother album ready to go
0: oh yeah i've been selling it all summer at my shows
2: wow that
0: that's awesome yeah we sold out of um beat the odds hip hip hooray (laughs) i love that
2: (laughs) that's awesome that's so good
0: yeah, and um, and we, yeah, we have a new record that actually I got on my front porch on my birthday. That was the best birthday gift ever, and that's uh, awesome. So, I'll be release, releasing that digitally here soon, and then I'll have my third EP come out uh, sometime in 2022, also. Which I just got the artwork back for it, I absolutely love it. That's <laughs> I can't wait that's to share.
2: That's awesome. I'm so happy for you that you have all this stuff ready to go.
0: Well, you know what? Um, you know, you said, you had mentioned a few minutes ago how saving grace was the first real success from my releases out of all my releases previously.
1: Right,
2: now I'm going to shoot myself in the foot. Go ahead, tell me I'm no, wrong. Go ahead. No, 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 not sorry. at
0: all cuz <laughs> you are you are so right with that. I it has taken up to Saving Grace in order for me to uh, go all in, to yeah. go all in with my releases and promote them that the way they should be and not be scared to. I've always been very fearful and I guess to an extent didn't have the belief in myself that I needed to in order to have a successful release. Yeah. And um and I think, too, it's fear of not knowing what I'm doing when it comes to promoting um, a single as well. And so um, I don't know if you know Erin Enderlin at all. Uh, she's a singer-songwriter here in town. She wrote You Don't Know Jack by Luke Bryan and Monday Morning Church by Alan Jackson. Last Call, Leanne Womack. Not all to these- name drop or anything. Yeah, like all these le- and legendary songs. And, um...
2: So, so I have an Aaron Enderlin story for you when you're done.
0: Oh heck yeah, tell me.
2: So, I have a. By the time this episode comes out, everybody will have heard the episode I'm going to be referring to. Um, so, I had the pleasure to sit down and talk to Merle Haggard's lifelong best friend and later in life his bus driver a couple of weeks ago. Okay, and he actually name dropped. Aaron enderlin as somebody i need to like reach out to and talk to and yeah have a conversation with and yep. it, it was pretty much exactly the the level of excitement i heard from him about her is the same exact excitement i just heard out of you
0: yeah i mean Aaron is by far my favorite uh Well, I'm biased, you know, she is so good. She's one of the best in town, uh, in my opinion. And, um, you know, she's been my mentor for quite some time and I actually went on the road with her and sold her merch and I learned so much (laughs) from her. Sometimes we, uh, this one time in particular, we walked down music row and she pointed to an alley and she was telling me a Merle Haggard story. And so, um, she'll tell you the best stories and, um, well, so she called me after I had shown everybody on social media my new CD that I just got uh, this past summer. She's like, Jess, what are you doing? Um, y- you know, do you have a plan? And I was like, well, no, not really. So long story short, she's the one that really pushed me to, to really just go after it and um, not hold back. So um, she is not only a mentor and a friend, but she is also a hero of mine and has really changed the trajectory of how I view my music and how I release my music.
2: That That's awesome. It's always nice to have a mentor like that. Yeah. And now, and now that this is episode two, that her name has come up and that she'll be tagged in, in this episode when it comes out um she has to come on the show so like she's she almost has no no choice at this point
0: (laughs) she is uh yeah she is the nicest person the funniest person
2: that's that's
0: she has some great stories you'll hear
2: yeah, and you know that's 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 what I love. I want to hear I want to hear those stories because you know I'm such a history and music history nerd that I just want to I want to know what it oh. was like or used to be like or isn't like anymore. And,
0: yes, you know, well then, like, at least you gotta go to one of her shows if she's ever near you. She, yeah. Um. One time, her and I we were walking through the Country Music Hall of Fame, and um, because she used to be a tour guide there. Yeah. And, um, she was like reading off stories that they had, you know, just telling a little bit about each artist. And then she was like, now here's my story about Beb," And I'm like, this is awesome.
2: <laughs> that is, that's, that is incredible. That's, that's the kind of tour you want to have.
0: Yeah, exactly. From somebody that's like lived it, who was in right. it. Oh yeah. gosh. I love her.
2: Absolutely. Um, so now with these releases coming out, um, do you have plans to do more videos? Do you how does that work? Do you base it on how how the song does at first or do you already say, you know what, screw it, we're going to do a video and see what happens?
0: Um, I've been playing these songs out for quite some time. And so yeah. just by watching the crowd's interaction, hearing what, you know, they say, like is their favorite song that I that I have and that kind of determines, um, and I also let some of my friends here in Nashville hear my songs too, and get their opinion on what their favorite is. And of course, I have mine. I just kind of see, you know, where everybody's head is at, and um, and then then I get my census on. Okay, I think this needs to. I think I need to push this single a little harder than this one, or that kind of thing.
2: Now, do you, is it how does it feel? I, I'm not sure if you've gone through this or not, but how does it feel if like you have, let's say, let's just for argument's sake, say Off Day is your personal favorite song, but like the rest of the world that you've shown it to doesn't like it. What does that feel like? Is that a thing? Have you um, been through that?
0: Ooh, I haven't been through that Oh, yet. that's good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, like, oh, I like
2: how you say yet. Like,
0: Well, no, come on. you know, like, <laughs> Right now, everybody on my Facebook page and Instagram page, they're um I I don't know I, I feel really safe with them. I for the most yeah. part, I know a lot of them are I remember a lot of them from my shows. yeah, there are there are, they are people that have gone to my shows and have liked my page from the show. So I haven't had much of the uh, the negative comments, but um, I mean, I've had a couple of them. And yeah, they don't feel good at all. I don't like them. Right. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I actually tell people at my show, I'm like, "Hey, if you saw me tonight at such and such event, make sure you go to my Facebook page, give me a thumbs up, let me know how you like the show. But if you didn't like the show, please don't tell me. I right. would hurt my feelings."
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad way to you know to go about it at all
0: yeah uh, yeah
2: oh that's too funny now I want to talk about things you've done so far um yeah. and by by that I mean you know shows you've played people you've played with or open you know open for and stuff like that um and I want to talk about one of my all-time favorites that I know you opened for because I you know I told you I stock your social media accounts
0: yeah um
2: you got to open up for Joe Diffie.
0: Yes, I knew you were going to say Joe Diffie.
2: What was that like? How does that happen?
0: Okay, okay. You want to hear? A I really mean, other cool story. other
2: than your talent, like you know, forget about that. Forget forget your talent and your ability aside. How do you get to yeah.
0: open up for Joe Diffie? Well, you know, the uh, promoter of that particular show, they saw me at another show and said, "Hey, we need an opener for Joe Diffie." And I was like, um, "Okay, let me check my calendar."
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, even, even right, you could have been opening for anybody that night, and it was like, oh, "I'm I, I, the night's wide open."
0: Yeah. Oh, look at that! Right. <laughs> no, that was sarcasm. Yeah. No, but get this: when I was four years old, Joe Diffie was my very first concert, and. Uh my grandma wanted to get a picture of me with him up on stage and of course I was in the crowd and um after she took the picture he knelt down he gave me his pick and said that I was the next Texas sized heartache and then exactly 20 years later I got to open for him
2: that's incredible
0: yeah it was now, a did very you... like full circle moment for me oh
2: absolutely did you get to interact with him did you get to talk to him or was it you know you played your thing and you did your set got off stage and then that was it he
0: did his yeah that was that was pretty much how it happened um but I got to see his show for free and that was worthwhile for me so yeah and I got a t-shirt
2: <laughs> then that's you know that you know what you pretty much made 40 bucks that night so that's awesome
0: exactly
2: <laughs> yeah, just for the t-shirt alone
0: exactly oh
2: man so so that must have been when joe passed away last year that must have been difficult
0: yeah that was hard i uh you know i grew up listening to joe Diffie, and uh yeah that was that was tough i mean yeah Anytime somebody like that passes away, it's, you feel like, you know, them, Yeah, you know, they help you make memories with your family and your childhood and stuff. And so uh, I remember when Merle Haggard passed away, I had a 30 minute drive home and I bawled the whole way.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, oh. yeah. It, you know, it's crazy. You know, the things that have happened over the last couple of years and the, and the greats that we've lost, because really now there's only, you know, if you want to talk about, you know, part of the quote unquote originals, like there's really only, what, two left, you know, that, that, you know, are, we're such a staple and are such a staple that, you know, when yeah. they, when they go, it's, it's going to be almost unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Who are you thinking of?
2: Um, I'm thinking Willie and I'm thinking Dolly.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, I was like, at first, I was like, oh, he's got to be talking about Loretta and Dolly. But oh, no, well, yeah. Really still I, here too, so. Yeah,
2: yeah. Loretta, too. And I, you know, I honestly, I always forget Loretta and I don't know why. <laughs> I really do. I just like, you know, I think it's because she's not as out there still as everybody else is. You know, yeah. I think that's why, she, you know, for me, she kind of like, I don't want to say she gets forgotten because, you know, you can't forget Loretta, but you know she's not at the at the frontal lobe part of the brain when it comes to talking about you know these people that are still doing it on a regular basis.
0: Yep, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, I love Dolly. Did you know she actually has a song that she will be releasing on her 100th birthday. Really? yes so even after she passes away if she doesn't make it to 100 which she might because she still sings and she's right like, she might. she's still fantastic so but yeah if she's still around that would be amazing but if she's not she will still be re- be releasing songs
2: that's that's incredible that's, you know it? you know and she's one of those she's one of the few that you know even at her age and you know all that like she's still putting out better music than you know a lot of bands and artists that have, you know are are, are popular now
0: mm. she's timeless
2: she is she she is a national treasure she really is
0: yeah like 9 to 5 oh my goodness like how many cover bands do you hear still play that song i know we uh. do well, we're not a cover <laughs> right. band, but we cover right. that song.
2: Right. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely, it's one of those, because it's so relatable, you know, for most yeah. people, Yeah, you know, every, you know, nobody likes fun. going to work. Right. It's fun. It's yeah. absolutely fun. So how did you become such a big Dolly person? Cause I know, you know, based on what I see you are.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, so she is from the mountains as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So of course Grandpa loved he especially loved all the country singers from the mountains. And um but you know, she was also just like a huge storyteller and even just more than that, just an, an amazing entrepreneur. And yeah. so um I first started loving her because of her storytelling. And so I base all of my songs, they're all stories for me. And um and not only that, but they're catchy. And her stage presence, how she entertains and reacts with the crowd is something I try to do as well. You know, she makes everybody feel like we're all just hanging out. No matter how big the crowd is, like you feel like she sees you. Yeah. And and that alone is, I feel, is a skill you can't teach somebody.
2: No, no, not Um, at all she just has it
0: yeah so that's that's my goal too is to get to that point where everybody in the crowd feels seen and heard um and feels just a part of the show
2: yeah oh absolutely um so the other one i want to talk to you about is the show um i believe you still did it back in july that you that you promoted yourself um, pretty pretty well with uh, back back at home in Ohio.
0: Country concert? Yeah. Yeah, that was cool.
2: Yeah. I actually um,
0: had an artist escort, which I have never had before. I've been an artist escort, but I've never <laughs> been the one to have one. So right. that was really awesome. Um, it was just a really cool experience to... To have a little tiny taste of what it must be like to really do this full time,
2: right? Right. So, so are you doing this full time? I want to get back to this, but now that you say that, are you doing this full time?
0: I am. I'm doing it full time, yeah. but I'm not. But I'm not making a living quite yet on it.
2: Okay. We're hoping
0: right. that 2022 is kind of the uh, the turning the, point for that the year sure yep because um, I've always felt like 27 I just turned 27 and 27 has always been my lucky number okay so it has to be this year it just I feel it
2: <laughs> yeah oh no it, it's going to be it's not it, it doesn't have to be it's going to be
0: it's going to be I like the way you say it better
2: <laughs> um so let me ask you about this right so do you get a call saying hey we want you on this or do you push yes
0: yes Actually, for this one, they called me. Wow. I don't know how they found me, how they got my name, but man, am I grateful they did.
2: Yeah, who cares? Because not for nothing, you played, you know, I'm, look, you know I, I'm looking at the lineup again here, and you played on, I would say, you know, personal opinion, on the most solid talent-wise of the
0: three days. Yeah, I was I would have I love Ashley McBride, Neil McCoy, Luke Combs. Nico Moon has become one of my favorites. Yeah. Um yeah. so yeah, I was very honored.
2: And uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know if you're on this based on, you know, how you went on or who went on before you or after you or anything, but if it if it's based on how you all go on, you even went on after another band that has become really good friends of mine and after midtown
0: oh no way you know yes that?
2: i do yes
0: did i mean i think they may have played after me if i'm thinking of the right band i didn't get to hear them but um yeah they seem like really cool guys and i like their music i looked up yeah. everybody up before the concert started
2: yeah, yeah. After Midtown, I have a, actually an awesome story about them. Where um, we have a little—I would say little—we have a smaller outdoor venue not far from where I live, and their thing is country music. You know, that's all they—that's all that really goes there. Nice. Um, it used to—it it used to be, you know, you know, local artists and that sort of thing. But it's really over the last decade, really become a a mecca for you know artists that are in the scene and so I was invited to go and cover Kip Moore when he was here a couple of weeks ago and yeah and after Midtown opened now I had no idea who they were you know before before coming to town so I looked them up and I shot them a message on Instagram and was like hey if you have the time I would love to interview you before you head out and you know, lo and behold, I went, I interviewed them for about a half an hour and they were super gracious and let me hang out and shot the shit for another almost hour. It was absolutely incredible.
0: That is awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you're on here, you know, you really, you opened for Luke Combs of all people. And, yeah. you know, you know, Cody Johnson and Drew Parker, who has become a huge favorite of mine. I just had Drew's drummer on not too long ago. Like you, you're on a you're on a killer bill here.
0: I know. Unfortunately, <laughs> Cody Johnson couldn't make that one. He uh, had to uh, go on vocal rest, but Ashley McBride played.
2: Oh, she did.
0: She, yeah, she filled his not filled his shoes. She filled right, his part, time slot his for that. Right. And, um, oh, my goodness, I was just, like, I was freaking out. But a couple weeks before Country Concert, I saw Cody Johnson at the Ryman, sold-out show. Oh. I think I cried, like, three or four times. He is amazing. Yeah,
2: yeah. you know, it, it's funny, because living up here, you know, in the Boston area, you know, we get the big names. You know, we get the Lukes. We get the Jason Aldeans. We get the Chase Rice. You know, we get the Justin Board, We get all those people, right? Yeah. But Kojo doesn't come up here much because he's not a big up here a big radio draw for some ungodly Mm -hmm. reason and you know yeah he's got a few of those you know quote-unquote radio hits that he's had out but you know it's it's insane not to have him up here or even on the radio up here as much as he should be
0: yeah well if you ever if he ever does make it his way up there, you got to go see him.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's it's on the list. It's on the list. He's on the list of people that yeah. I haven't seen that I need to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, you know, there's no ifs ands or buts about it, you know. It's um but yeah. So you have all these things coming out. You've done all this stuff. 2022 is going to be your year. I know it's going to be. Yeah. Um, now have mom and dad come to Nashville too, or is everybody still back in Ohio?
0: Yeah. So mom moved down here, um, about four years ago and, um, she's my, not only my best friend, but my business partner. And, um, yeah, we work hand in hand on a lot of stuff. So that's
2: awesome. That's yeah. so good. I love hearing that. You know, it's, it's yeah. super important to keep mom and the fam in, in it as much as you're in it.
0: Right. Well, her and I, we just, um, you know, we get along so well that, uh, it, you know, there, there's no, a lot of people say don't work with family. Yeah. But um, in our case, it, it's, it's worked out really, really well. That's good yeah
2: she That's goes all so my dumb.
0: shows we uh well i don't know if i just was yeah or we might be getting a sprinter van to help out with traveling nice yeah so that'll be a huge investment um you know we're really counting on these shows we're hoping for 50 to 75 uh full band shows this year so if you know of anybody looking for country bands let them know that Jess Kelly Adams is wanting to come play.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Now, have you been up here?
0: No, and I you... actually have um, a cousin up that way. Do you? Yes, but she's in New Hampshire.
2: Okay, but that's still—that's. I mean, we're we're practically all related in this area. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, like is she like up there in New Hampshire? Or is she still down like close to civilization here in Massachusetts?
0: I think she's pretty up there.
2: Really? That's all right. I mean, you know, that's they're still right. me. I mean, it's, it's okay, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I,
0: I mean, she's really near you all, you know, she's right, like right. right across the border.
2: <laughs> no, but it's true because living out here, like, you know, she could be in the middle of New Hampshire and I could still get there in two hours, you know. It's, oh,
0: that's nuts.
2: You know, yeah, that's the craziness of New England where like, you know, even from like where, where I currently live to like Portland, Maine is only two and a half hours away. Oh, wow! Yeah. It's crazy. You know, it sounds really far, but it's, it's not like I can be from my house to, um, times square in three hours.
0: Oh my goodness. That is incredible. That's one place I really want to go visit is Times Square.
2: Yeah. And you know, it's funny for as close as it is, I've only been there like two or three, two, two, two times, two times. Oh.
0: <laughs> That's how it happens though, right? Yeah. Like when you live somewhere, yeah. you don't get to do those things.
2: No. Well, cause you don't think about it. You know, it's right. like, oh, it's so close. I can do that whenever I want to. Why would I want to go there on, on a planned thing? Like, yeah. Um, I was saying something. I was going to say something. I don't, rem- I don't even remember what it was. Oh yeah. So uh, about playing up in this area, like we have a, a lot of, you know, really within the last couple of years, some great bars and venues that you could easily, you know, get a, get a decent crowd at and play for. Absolutely.
0: Well, sign me up. That sounds amazing. I, I will I'll wanted have- to come up that way.
2: I'll have to send you a list of places to, uh, to check out or reach wow. out to. And, yes. you know, absolutely. And, you know, I know a few people in those places so I can even, you know, ask around as well.
0: Awesome. That would be amazing.
2: Yeah. Cause I would, I would love to see you and, you know, I would love to, you know, Right. Right. <laughs> and like, that's the thing with doing these is like, I, I get a lot of people in the Nashville area and it's like, oh, well, I haven't made it out to Boston yet. And it's like, I I get it. I totally get it. But it's like, I would love to, you know, meet these, everybody that I've been talking to because I think it'd be absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah, Um, sure. But
2: but, so when that happens, you'll definitely have, we'll definitely have to uh, make it a point to to meet and, you know, all that stuff. Yep, Um,
0: definitely.
2: So I usually typically ask, a couple of questions to round out everything, um, as it is a boots and whiskey podcast. Do you wear boots on stage?
0: Yes, but not like I don't wear like cowgirl boots though.
2: Okay, what They're... what do you wear? Just like regular everyday kind of shoe?
0: Yeah, like um, they normally have like some kind of rhinestone on them.
2: Okay. <laughs> Do you do you have a brand
0: you you uh, prefer over another? I don't. I no. It's whatever yeah, is comfortable. Whatever is comfortable in my you know price range, something that's affordable and yeah. looks super cute. That's that's what I go for. I don't really know name brands too much. I just uh, sometimes I'll pronounce name brands wrong and yeah, I hear you. We'll be like Jess, it's not channel it's Chanel
2: no I don't get that <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because that that's exactly something I would do that's 100% something I would do um I can't tell you the the things I've said in the last you know six seven years my wife and I've been together and she'll just look at me and be like are you dumb and I'm like what do what that's how you say it she's like it's not even close to what that even looks like on paper and it's like well. Oh. Oh, sounded good to me, so.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, I love like going, you know. if I ever, like, once in a blue minute, I'll go to, like, a fancy restaurant, and I'll try and pronounce something. Yeah. I'm like, well, how do I even say this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just point to it on the menu and be like, that looks good.
0: Yeah, this sounds decent. Let's go yeah. with it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know exactly how that feels. I host trivia a couple of nights a week for, for a comp- a local company. And every now and now, now and again, there'll be a word and I'll be like, guys, I have no idea. So we're just going to skip it. Um, <laughs> I'll spell it for you, but you know, that's about all you're getting out of me. You know, it is, it is what it is. You know, I have a college degree. They can, they, they'll be all right. It's all good.
0: Yeah, exactly
2: um so my second question I don't know if you partake in alcoholic beverages or not but if you do cool if you don't that's fine we can talk about I guess nothing else um, but ah! do you have do you have a whiskey of choice
0: Oh whiskey I'm normally just like a vodka soda kind of girl
2: oh why am I not surprised ah! <laughs> I oh, God. <laughs> Solid. Don't hate. I not say I I, I I. There's no judgment here. Listen, you know we can't all be right,
0: so. It's <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious.
2: Uh, you know.
0: You know, I used to drink uh, whiskey a lot, just like Jack Daniels in college and stuff, and uh, and then this one time I dropped my pizza in it, and I just I just can't I just can't drink Jack anymore
2: what that's that
0: i'm like, like I'm, can...
2: I'm screaming on the inside
0: all i can think about is my pepperoni pizza i'm <laughs> <laughs> drowning <laughs> in a you cup that, of jack
2: and coke that actually sounds pretty damn good
0: <laughs> really really You you dip your pizza in Jack and Coke. You got to try it sometime. I
2: I don't know if I would do that, but... (laughs) I mean, it doesn't sound as bad as you're making it.
0: Oh, no. (sighs) I looked down and I was like, oh, that's disgusting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Do you like Jameson?
0: I feel like a lot of guys, they get Jameson.
2: So... uh, I don't really care for it and that's being you know somebody that is you know a good chunk Irish and from Boston the Boston area yeah um, I just I don't know not really my thing but like it's good it's not awful but it's just not you know it's just not my thing it's Just not my preference I guess you would say
0: yeah so what do you like then
2: um, I'm a big Jack guy, actually. Big
0: Jack guy. Oh, I shouldn't have said anything. Yeah, no, it's all right.
2: It's all right. You know, like I said, we can't all be right. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay.
0: <sighs>
2: uh, but yeah, Jack's Jack's the big one for me, and you know, my my boots are Ariat's because that's all I have because they were a gift. Um, nice. And you know, that's really that's really it. You know, and I'm. I'm doing this, I'm working full time, you know, I just kind of, you know, kind of going with the flow.
0: Yeah. Well, Hey, that's what we got to do, right? One step at a time.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I'm so excited for you, for, you know, your success so far and what you're doing and everything you've put out is just, is just great. You know, and I'm, I'm, I hope very soon, I get to see you and meet you in person and, you know, um, I'll have a Jack and you can have whatever girly drink you're getting a drink. It's fine.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a plan.
2: That sounds great to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jess, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Um, I can't wait to hear more from you. And you know, when next year, when you've got, you know, a bunch of shows lined up, you know, let me know. And every time something comes out, you know, I'm going to promote it for you because I have right along. Well, Um, I know you have
0: been the absolute best with that. Thank you so much for sharing. Absolutely. That means the world.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, I, you know, and I got to tell you, and I, you know, I really don't say this a lot to a lot of people, um, but you, you know, there's been a few others, but you have been probably the most. Sincere and most genuine and nicest person I've come across in the last few months, and I I oh. really appreciate that.
0: Oh, thanks for saying that.
2: Yeah, because I know whenever I shoot you a text or a message, you know it. You know you answer pretty much, you know right away, and it, it's it's nice to have that level of communication. So I appreciate that a lot.
0: Oh well, of course, and you know I'm a strong believer, and why I put off? what you can do today tomorrow whatever that quote is yeah
2: yeah yeah why <laughs> right Why, why? yeah but you know what it also works too why put off today what you can do tomorrow because i you can just do it tomorrow
0: is that <laughs> what i just said did i say no, that or i, did you I don't
2: say- i don't know i might have just said that <laughs> i i i might have just made you look bad so i sorry i sorry,
0: sorry honestly <laughs> i'm so confused right now i i don't even know
2: <laughs> me too uh i don't even know uh, what are we ever talking about what did we just talk about the last hour
0: oh i don't no, remember
2: don't either <laughs> uh.
0: that's hilarious
2: yep absolutely so i mean with that without further ado i guess we should, uh, on that note <laughs> on that note um you know so jess has a song coming out november 5th which is already coming gone by the time you listen to this um <laughs> called the but table go listen but go listen, absolutely. Because I've I've probably already shared it a million times and you're probably already seeing it, but too bad. Um, and uh, yeah, check out Jess. Jess, thank you so much for being here. I greatly appreciate it.
0: Thank you for having me. I appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely.
2: No problem. We'll talk soon.
0: All right, bye. All righty,
2: bye. Well, there you have it jess kelly adams what a sweetheart i love her so much like i said at the top of the show she's been such a huge supporter of this channel um the table came out november 5th she absolutely killed last week on instagram and taking over taking over the thing for me so i greatly appreciate that um uh jess thank you so much um as always guys check out our socials instagram twitter facebook tiktok venmo Um, Spotify, Apple Podcast, you know the drill. Um, Without further ado, again, thank you so much. I hope you all enjoyed Rick Lynn on the Instagram Live today, or the Instagram Takeover, not even in the Instagram Live. Rick is a huge, huge, huge supporter of this episode as well, on this podcast, so I thank you so much, Rick, for everything. And again, Jess, thank you so much. Until next time, keep the boots on the ground, the whiskey in the glass.